Hey guys, I'm Rhonda Nickerson. I am a wife, a mom, a business owner, a philanthropist, and a writer that has so much to share. I want to first welcome you to my podcast, Reese and Me. I'm so happy that you're here to listen to me and all that I have to say. My topics will differ with each podcast. From business advice, to love, to loss, to podcasts that will inspire you to keep pushing. Guess what, guys? I'm here for it. So let's get started. Hey guys, okay, I know you've probably read the title of this podcast, and if you're anything like me, you only go to places you want to be and that interest you. So hopefully you're eager to hear what I have to say because you enjoy being in this space with me. I'm so thankful for your presence. To all of my newbies, welcome, and to my faithful peeps, welcome back. All right, guys, the title of this podcast is What God Has For You Is For You. So I heard this amazing saying from a really good friend of mine who I now call my sister, and her name is Miss Sandy. So yep, this will be another transparent podcast because if I'm not transparent with you, you will not feel my realness, my rawness of life, and also me going into business for myself. You know, the true things I really went through, things I went through emotionally and physically throughout this journey. So with that being said, grab your blanket, get comfy, snuggle up with your favorite drink, and let's dive right in. So guys, let me start this podcast off by saying what God has for you is for you. Wait, 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 wait. One more time. What God has for you is for you. And guess what? No one can take that away. So let's have a little story time. I started my business back in 2015. I knew of no one but a few people on YouTube and I finally laid eyes on my mentor, Julie Zamako. When I saw Julie on YouTube for the first time, I noticed that in her description she had an ebook. And yep, I bought her ebook and that's all she wrote. I began this journey because I needed an outlet due to the pain I felt inside from being sick with cancer. You know, making mums and wreaths took my mind to beautiful places other than sad places my mind would travel knowing that I was sick. Like it truly took my mind off the hurt, the pain, and the terrible anxiety. During this time, this was my second round of radiation for thyroid cancer. I was a little sick of fighting and God sent this to me just at the right time. All right, I'm sure some of you have heard this story before either on my other podcast or watching me on live videos or even my story on YouTube. But let me tell this story in detail just for my new peeps who are here. And maybe y'all wanna hear it again. (laughs) All right, so here goes. In 2014, I went to the endocrinologist because my PCP sent me because my thyroid blood work was off. I walked into the office and me and the physician's assistants, I really cannot remember her name. She was really, really sweet, but I can't remember her name at this time. But I walked in, I sat down, I told her what I was feeling and that I do ultrasound and I have a mass on my thyroid and it's been there for years. And I also told her that I didn't think that it was cancer. She walked out and went to talk to Dr. Forden, and he decided to do an ultrasound on me right then. And after doing the ultrasound, he decided that he wanted to biopsy it. In my head, I really wasn't worried because it'd been there for years and it didn't look, I'm putting quotations around look, like cancer. So 
I leave, I go home, and on December 20th, 2014, I got a call, but I missed it. I finally listened to my messages later that evening, and it was the PA letting me know that the biopsy had come back suspicious, and anything that came back suspicious needed to be removed. It was so late to call back. My heart was racing. My mind was all over the place. What in the world is going on? It's almost Christmas. I get married in five months. How will my neck look after surgery? Will I have a huge keloid on my neck for the wedding? Will I die from this? What's the next steps? Why is this happening to me? My mind racing, guys, like non-stop. I told CW, and CW is my husband, for those of you who do not know who are my newbies, and he was really calm. I mean, I was like crazy scared and worried, and he was just calm. That next day I had to go to work, and at that time I smoked cigarettes. I smoked one on my way to work, and I only had one more left. I went on my break, and I smoked my last cigarette ever. So it's been six years, y'all, and I've been smoke-free. Okay, back to the story. <laughs> so if you guys know and have been with me for a while, you guys know I'm a prank person. I prayed so hard to find a doctor that knew what they were doing. I went to the first surgeon and he told me he will take my right side out. The right side is the side that had the cancer. He would close me back up and if it was cancer, he would have a second surgery to remove the left side. Mm, that's not what I wanted to hear. And another issue with this doctor is that the place that he did surgery at was out of network with our insurance. So we would have to come up with a huge amount of money just to have the surgery. So yep, I continued to pray and I asked God to send the perfect surgeon our way. And guess what? He did just that. I found a surgeon and he would only do one surgery. So he told me I would be put under he would remove the right side that had the cancer. He would send it up to pathology. If it was cancer, he would then remove the left side. And that was perfect. It was music to my ears. So the surgery was scheduled and my dad came down to surprise me for the surgery day. Y'all, I will never forget. So all the people having surgery were all in one waiting room, right? And everybody had to be MPO. And if for those of you who don't know what MPO is that we couldn't eat, we couldn't have anything by mouth before the surgery. My daddy came up in there in that waiting room with barbecue, y'all. <laughs> I was thinking like, Lord have mercy. That was like the funniest thing. But I'm sure all the other patients didn't really find it funny. <laughs> so surgery went well. The surgeon let CW and I know that it was cancer and that one of my parathyroids was accidentally removed and that he did replace it back in hopes that it would regenerate. So I ended up staying four extra nights due to low calcium because of my parathyroids. I was a little frustrated after the second day, just ready to go home and plus CW had to sleep in a little chair every night and he wouldn't leave my side. Other than to go down to the cafeteria to eat, he was right there beside me. If y'all don't know, I love my husband so much. We weren't even married yet, but he took such good care of me. He got up and walked me to the restroom every time I needed to go. He bathed me in the shower. He is just my amazing gift from God. We finally ended up going home. And after this ordeal, I had my first round of radiation. So if you haven't known anybody with thyroid cancer, Thyroid cancer is kind of a waiting game. Like you do the radiation and then you wait so many months to go back and have testing to see if you have any residual thyroid tissue. So after about a year and a half, I went and had my testing done and I had a little bit more residual thyroid tissue than the doctor wanted. 
So I had to do a second round of radiation. And this is where my mom and wreathing journey began. Okay, so now back to the story of the beginning of my crafting journey. I met many people in the wreathing world and I became friends with a lot of people. My self-esteem and my confidence was super boosted because all of my wreath that I posted in Julie's group, I got a lot of comments on them. People told me I never went through an ugly phase when it came to making wreaths. Yeah, my ego was like super huge, but I didn't let it show. It was just such an amazing feeling inside. As I continued to grow, I really wasn't afraid to go for what I wanted. I accomplished many things in just a few years. I opened a brick and mortar in two years of me making wreaths. I did very well on Etsy my first year of making wreaths as well. Life was good. My business started off good. Soon, I started to notice that there were more and more people doing what I was doing. At that time, I had an issue with it. Why? Because some of those people doing this, I considered to be my friends. My thoughts went something like this. Why are they copying me? Why are they doing better than me? Why are they watching my every move? Why aren't they supporting me? I could go on and on. Transparent, right? Transparent, I will always be. I remember many days and nights feeling betrayed and worrying about what other people have going on in their business. I saw my business struggling and barely making it, but others' business growing rapidly and making big moves towards success. I mentioned this in my podcast, and at one point, I made myself sick, yet physically sick, worrying about others. I just couldn't understand. I felt that people were taking business away from me and that people were stabbing me in the back. What I did not realize was that God had other plans for me and it had nothing to do with anyone else. Okay, I keep going back and forth. Let's get back to the story. One day I was on the phone with Miss Sandy and I was telling her how I was feeling about certain situations. She listened to me very quietly, heard all that I had to say. I went on and on about not being where I want to be in my business, how other people just keep doing what I'm doing and being very successful, and I'm sitting here struggling. So when I was done talking, she told me, I hear you, Rhonda, and I understand, and I feel you, but you must know what God has for you is for you, and nobody can take that away. Tears grew in my eyes. I knew for sure what she said was true but I needed to let everything else go that was bothering me and focus on my business, God, and the people who support me. And I did just that. So I cannot lie to you. Sometimes, even today, I will still see people using my ideas and it makes me so upset. Sometimes it would just bring tears to my eyes because I just could not understand why. In my head, I think, why can't they come up with their own ideas? But how I have changed is that I will have my pity party for a few hours, sleep on it, and wake up and keep pushing. You see, God has placed some awesome people in my circle, and he has them say and help me through these trying times and put things into perspective. If you're going through this type of thing, always ask these three key points. Number one, is what someone is copying taking anything from your business? If so, guess what? Keep pushing. Is the idea that they have taken from you, are they doing that idea better than you? Let me tell you something. You must believe in yourself and your craft. I tell myself all the time, no one can do it better than you. And you have to remind yourself of that all the time. Number three, if someone is copying you, you must be doing something right. You should take it as a compliment and keep being great. And yes, y'all, 
I know, I know, I know for sure that this is a hard thing to do, but we must do it. Oh yeah, and one more thing. Guess what? What God has for you is for you and no one can take that away. What this part of my journey taught me was that I have to learn to focus on me and the people who support me. You see, what God has for other people is for them. And that's their business in my Tabitha Brown voice. And what he has for me is for me. And that's my business. Now, learning and accepting this was a super tough pill to swallow and very hard to appreciate. But once I did, so many doors opened for me. Once I let go of all those feelings and insecurities and betrayal feelings, my business began to grow tremendously. So let's shift gears a little. I wanna talk about surrounding yourself with an awesome circle and an awesome group of friends. This will be a whole nother podcast, but I wanted to touch bases on it just a little bit. When you are choosing people to be in your circle, you should always feel as though you can trust them. It is always good to surround yourself with like-minded people. So not necessarily on the same level as you, but if so, that's great. But it's a must that they be trustworthy and have your best interests. You don't have time for fake friends in your circle. During my life's journey at work, in the industry, in life in general, I have noticed that people choose to be around people to move up or to get their name out there. You see, these people may not have their best interests, or maybe they do. Again, that's not my business, but they choose to associate themselves just to grow. This is something I will never do. It's not my style and it never will be. No shade, I promise. It's just something that I choose not to do. I am not here to judge and to each his own, but I have to keep it 100 with you guys, always. My thoughts when it has crossed my mind to do the same thing is, why be around someone that you don't trust? It just doesn't sit well with me. So guys, with that being said, always surround yourself with people you trust, people that keep it 100 with you, and people that care for you and sincerely have your best interests. You can't go wrong. I want to send a special shout out to my awesome husband, my wonderful mother, Miss Sandy, Kim Kim, Tam Tam, and Alma for always being my sounding board and always keeping it real. Okay guys, so you guys are probably tired of hearing this, but remember, what God has for you is for you and no one can take that away. Let me tell you one thing, you should always go with what feels right to you. Never settle, never allow popularity to make you do things to make you feel uneasy. Trust yourself, your instincts, and the process. I have learned to finally listen to God's voice. I sometimes still struggle with knowing if it's him or not. Have you ever had that issue? I have learned that God gives you the signs you need to go in the right direction. God is love, God provides. So let's do a recap. Number one, no matter what comes your way, always keep the faith. Number two, when someone uses your ideas, try your best to take it as a compliment and don't waste too much time worrying about it or making yourself sick behind it. Number three, surround yourself with like-minded people who you trust and really have your best interests. Number four, focus on you, God, if you're religious, and the people who support you. Spending time worried about others' businesses and what they have going on is wasted time that you could be coming up with something great. And number five, always remember what God has for you is for you. And no one can take it away. 
All right, guys, that's it. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast. I also hope that you see no matter what comes your way, you got this and that you realize that no one can do it better than you. I appreciate you being here with me and I look forward to making more podcasts for you guys. Before we end this episode, please show some love for Reets and me by leaving us a review and sharing the podcast link with friends, family, and colleagues. If you haven't subscribed yet, make sure to do that right now. I assure you, you will not regret it. Make sure to be looking out for my next podcast. All right, guys, until next time. Bye, guys. Thank you.